Welcome to the Burbs Minute Podcast, quite possibly the greatest Randall Johnson movie ever made. I'm Jeff Barry. And I'm Chris Derkach. And this week we're covering Minute 47 of the Burbs, which begins with Ray drinking some OJ and ends with Mark stepping onto the Clopex porch. Okay, uh, we have the fallout from the uh, last two minutes of Ray's awful dream. Yes. He's, uh, he's in a oh, strange state now. Yeah, Is that well, I feel like I've been in this state. This is the I just stayed out all night drinking state is what he looks like he's in. He's even got the the orange juice and he's just kind of sleeping yeah. <laughs> and around. Yeah, that's what you look like if you just – I mean you stayed out the entire night and you did terrible things to your body. Yes. That's exactly what it looks like. But the only difference is instead of being broken by booze or anything else he might have got into, his psyche has broken. <laughs> He's been broken psychologically, mostly by his friends, honestly. Only, like, 20% of this is really the Klopak's fault. Right. The rest Most is just his heart. idiot friends getting into his head. Yeah. Yeah, so this minute begins with we still get at least a good, like, 20 seconds of Mr. Rogers is still playing. <laughs> says, Please, won't you be my neighbor? Just trying to settle him into the day. Get, get ready for the neighbors. Yes, so... He ends up sitting out on his – I don't know what to call it. I want to say porch, but it's like his it's second floor weird thing that he has. And it's an odd, like – I don't know what what to call it either. It's back deck. That's what I keep writing down, but it's not. It's a, <laughs> like a balcony of some sort. second floor gazebo. Yeah. Balcony. It's strange. It's very yeah. strange. And again, everything in the neighborhood is wet. Why? Was, I, mean, I, I, right I, I know why. Film-wise, I know why. Because they spray the roads down with a hose before they shoot. Oh. Because it's supposed to make it look better or something, but it stands out so much. I thought maybe it was raining again, and it just didn't tell us. Yes. Was, I thought maybe it was monsoon season, and it just yeah. had been raining constantly. <laughs> Thinking maybe they lived in Washington State and not Iowa. Yeah, so poor <laughs> Ray, he gets about 15 seconds apiece before his idiot friends show up. They got a plan. They're good. They got yeah. it all figured out. Are they running over from Rumsfeld's house? Is that where they're running over from? Yeah, so that must have been where all the planning went down was at Rumsfeld's house. I can see the flagpole on the front lawn. That's why I asked. Yeah, and Ray is doing the the smartest thing he's done so far. He's miming to them to call him. <laughs> he's doing the international sign for call me. Yeah. I didn't realize that that sign has been that for years since, since this movie came out. Yeah, <laughs> that could have been from this movie. I'm not going to research it. I'm going to assume it started here. <laughs> it's kind of like when somebody wants to ask for the time and they slap on their wrist. Yeah, yeah. Even, even though, though like, 95% of the people don't wear a watch anymore. But the, the sign that he does for Call Me always reminds me of a cell phone, and they didn't really have cell phones back then. Well, it's the same thing. You put out your thumb and your, your little finger, yeah. and that's your, your receiver going up to your head. <laughs> Call me. <laughs> yeah, and these two, those two dopes can't take a hint. <laughs> So then out comes the wife to rain on the parade. So You hear her shoes clicking on the deck, and you know she's coming. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> so you have to assume at some point in the morning he had to talk with her. Oh, it say, seems like she broke him down. Yeah, she must have realized that he had a mental breakdown at some point during the night. Yeah. Like, did she wake up in the morning and he was just sobbing watching Mr. Rogers? <laughs> Singing, won't you be my neighbor? Yeah. <laughs> won't you be my neighbor? He's just like, oh my god. <laughs> He's just yelling, I wish I could go to the land of make-believe. I wish I had other neighbors. <laughs> <laughs> I, w- I wish Mr. Rogers was my neighbor. He yeah. wouldn't make me spy. That's what his problem. Any other neighborhood but this one. <laughs> <laughs> 
Yeah, so these these morons are gonna try to plead with her, which gets them nowhere. Oh, I love I love her line. Sorry, boys, my husband's not feeling well. Yeah. He has to stay in his room. <laughs> yeah. He can't come out till he resembles the man that I married. <laughs> and they're like, We don't have that kind of time. That's art. I don't have that kind of time, Carol. <laughs> now the one part I didn't notice before until we watched it minute by minute is so she walks him inside like he's a child. Yeah, she spins him around and takes him into the house. Like either that or he's like maybe he's uh got all or something, you know, yeah. like maybe he's patient. But, <laughs> yeah, but they keep going at it. They keep saying, come on, Carol, come on. <laughs> so she brings him inside. She spins back around and walks back out. Angry. Yeah, when she walks back out, in the background, he pokes his head back out the door. Oh, I didn't see that. Yeah, she comes back out the door to watch them. I never saw it until I watched it by a minute. I'm like, oh, there he is again. He popped out. This, this entire minute, they're like children. They're really like kids. Oh. It, and more, more so, more so to the end when it, when you get the shot from her point of view, yeah, from the second floor, and that's them sitting down there, and it's Rumsfeld <laughs> in his little boots, and Art's got and his Art, socks pulled up. Yeah, Art kicks a rock like a yeah. little kid. <laughs> oh yeah, they are. I mean, granted, all they've done for the last you know three days in this is act like children, so this is not a big deal for them. <laughs> you know, so they walk off dejected. Art's nice. They're both nice enough to walk through his lawn. <laughs> instead of just around it. So they're right. terrible yep. neighbors again. Yeah. It ends with them getting the Clopex porch, but we get a real quick scene of Vince digging under the fence to yeah. foresh- foreshadow like three minutes from now. Yeah, that, that is a little a little heads up for it, yeah. Yeah, they do. <laughs> I mean, end of the minute, they do reach the Clopex porch, but I mean, it's you get Mark for half a second. Yeah. Most of it is the um, what's going on in Ray's mind and in his head. I mean, if this wasn't a movie and I didn't know where it was going, you might be like, oh, I see what this movie's about. It's about one man's psychological breakdown. Yeah, well, I mean, if you just watch his his scenes, he is breaking down. Slowly but surely, he's breaking down. And that's what I'm saying. If this movie had a different ending, and, uh, you know, no spoilers for what's going to happen, but say at the end that the, the Klopex, there was nothing wrong with them. Right. Okay, well, then you just have to face the fact that you just had a major midlife crisis. Oh, yeah, and you're harassing the neighbors. Yeah, you are the... You are the bad guy. He does say it at the end when he has his last of his 12 meltdowns. Yeah. He says about how they're the bad guys. And they are. Oh, <laughs> they yeah. are the bad guys. I mean, not in this scene so much. This scene is kind of him recuperating from them being bad for the last two days. Right. But they're about to prove in the upcoming minutes that they're out of control. Yeah, they're awful. They're awful people. They should not be bothering these people. Yeah. <laughs> They could have left well enough alone. They could have just let the Klopex murder the occasional drifter, and everything would have been fine. Yeah. No, I, right. As, the, the problem is that Walter, that they cared so much about, disappeared. That's what happened. Oh, you mean Walter, who they didn't give a crap about. <laughs> exactly. Yeah, who they all hated. Right. If, if um, they didn't think the Klopex killed him, Rumsfeld might have killed him on his own. I know. Rumsfeld wanted, already has tried to kill him. Yes. Gotta, they said he didn't like him. I mean, Art seems to be indifferent about him. Yeah. But he didn't seem to care for anybody. Nobody seemed to like him. He seemed like the old man. He wasn't the cool old man that lives in the street. He was the jerk nobody liked. Yeah, they all hated these guys. Yeah, so I said this is the uh, greatest Randall Johnson movie of all time. So, uh, yeah, you go ahead. You just go ahead and take a ch- chance on that one, buddy. The uh, the sound organizer. That's what he is. Closer than you might have thought. Really? He's in the sound department. Get out of here. That's he, pretty... He's the boom operator. <laughs> I didn't know what the sound uh, sound organizer I said because I had no idea. I thought you were really on there. You were, I thought you were going to impress me there for a minute until you came up with something that doesn't exist. 
Somebody like was sound. I thought you were just gonna go with sound department, and then you're technically close. But, but not really. no, you had to admit that you knew nothing. All right. <laughs> so a boom operator is an assistant of the production sound mixer. Their principal responsibility is microphone placement, usually on a boom pole. If you've ever seen an actual picture of a something being filmed, the guy carrying the big pole with the microphone at the end of it. Yeah. Boom operator. The microphone looks ridiculous, too. It looks way oversized, like a fake microphone. Yeah, it's one of those jobs where you're looking at it, and you're like, anybody could do that. Yeah. yeah. Go ahead and try. <laughs> Go try to hold up that boom and keep it close enough to the actor where it picks up the sound, but, but stays far enough of- away where it's out of frame. Yeah. While actors are moving, cameras are moving. <laughs> <laughs> it's one of those jobs where it's like, oh, that seems so easy. Right until you try it. Right, right until you get ready to do it. And then, so yeah, old, old Randall L. Johnson here has 113 credits. Wow. He, right up until recently. I mean, All right, how, we'll, let's go how back many time. operators do you think there is? There's like, it can't be that many boom operators, right? Well, I, I bet there's a ton of them. Yeah? Because you got to have enough for every thing that's shooting. Oh. But I mean, I might, I mean, there's probably boom operators and, and boom, like, anybody could be a boom operator if you have some sort of idea what you're doing. Yeah. But, like, once you'll see once I go through this guy's credits, he is uh, slightly more – you want the best, obviously. So his first – he started in 80, but it's all stuff I've never, ever heard of for a long time. Actually, The Burbs is the first thing I well, – Tequila Sunrise. Oh, okay. The same year. Um, he was on Dick Tracy as boom operator on the second unit. Uh, D2, The Mighty Ducks 2. Okay. Uh, old Color of Night, Indian in the Cupboard, which I saw in the – how? What year did that come out? 95? Oh my god, I was 16. I saw that in, I saw that in the movies. <laughs> oh my god, you didn't have a girlfriend, did you? <laughs> Obviously not. <laughs> well, I think that's, those were the days where I went every weekend. Oh, okay. So it just probably came out. Yeah. Uh, Gris Point Blank, Con Air, Truman Show, Small Soldiers, Blade. Those were eight in a row. <laughs> so he's doing pretty well for himself right there. This is yeah. the mid to late 90s. He does Green Mile, 13 Days. Tremors 3, Back to Perfection. I own that movie. I didn't, I didn't know it was first three. Yeah, there's five of them. I have them all. Wow. <laughs> Men in Black 2. <laughs> he's on uh, Freaky Friday, The Lady Killers. So he's back with uh, Tom Hanks. Okay. Ocean's 12, Bad News Bears, Sky High. Uh, he's on Good Night and Good Luck, Black Dolly. I mean, these are – he's into like the 2000s. These are huge movies he's on now. The Good German, Ocean's 13, No Country for Old Men, Eagle Eye, Drag Me to Hell, True Grit. Yeah, I mean, this guy's on A-list productions. Yeah. Man, Men in Black 3, Lincoln, Inside Lewin Davis, Captain America, Winter Soldier, American Sniper. This guy's a better career than half the actors and other people we went through. He was on Captain America Civil War. And he's also in the TV. He does the boom operating for that TV show, Son of Zorn, where there's the animated character living with the, the people. Uh, yeah, he's yeah, living with the real people. Yeah, so uh, he's a boom operator. He has a... Pretty decent career, though. It's got to be pretty hard to cartoon character around with the boom mic, you know? <laughs> oh, can't take you anywhere. <laughs> Sorry. <laughs> you think he's got, a, like, a cartoon boom? Hold up, like It's, like, gigantic, comically big. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> All right, I, I'm trying to I'm look through my notes here. Besides the fact that Ray is having a nervous breakdown, but I'm, now I'm starting to wonder how much of that is real and how much of that is just, like, him trying to get himself back together. Because he was coherent enough to try to tell them to call him instead of yeah. coming to his house. Well, him doing that 
almost made it seem like he was being held captive by Carol. It didn't seem like <laughs> <laughs> like he was help me, help me. He's like he's trying to do Morse code, trying to tap out Morse code to them. <laughs> All right, I uh, I don't think I have anything else. Do you have anything else for this minute? Um. Well, yeah. When Art kicks the rock, it makes a weird like uh ching ching sound. Like I thought he really kicked something, but other than that, that, that was it. The yeah, music yeah. makes a weird like. So you think he really kicked something, or you think the Foley guy just added some noise afterwards? It was, it was definitely because it, it was built into the song, so it was definitely the Foley guy. It was strange because I looked down to see if he kicked like a coin or something, but it wasn't. It was part of the music. <laughs> yeah, they definitely look like children right there. Yeah, they definitely look like kids. Yeah, and in the next minute, we're going to see what kind of nonsense the children can get up to. Rumsfeld's acting his wife's age. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah. That's nice. <laughs> Oh, come on. She's past 30. <laughs> Barely. I mean, he's closer to 60, but whatever. <laughs> all right. So that's all for the uh, Burbs Minute podcast. Make sure you go over to Facebook and uh, check in with us there. Check in with us on Twitter. Go over to iTunes. Give us a five-star review. Um, check out the other Minute podcast on Movies by Minutes. Uh, specifically, check out one of the newer editions, the Living Dead Minute, where they've started with Night of the Living Dead Minute by Minute. I want to. I want to. I want to listen to that one. Yes, they're coming to get you, Barbara. <laughs> uh, like I wonder the same thing with that one as I do with many of the other podcasts that have started. Do you? Are they going to keep going? See, some of them do, and some of them don't. I think yeah. you should have to. If you start it, you have to finish. Yeah, that's, again, <laughs> yeah. You say that doing a movie that has no sequel. <laughs> right. Well, we. Because <laughs> <laughs> I mean, they could do Dawn of the Dead and Day of the Dead, but do they keep going after that? Because uh, George Romero made at least three more after that. Oh yeah, and they're uh, they're not uh, they're not good. They stink. They're all good. Every one of them's good. <laughs> well, <laughs> they're all good in their own way. Yeah. I mean, there's the first couple that are good because they're good, and the other ones are good because they're like, well, I mean, it's better than nothing, I guess. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. At least it's a zombie movie. Yeah. So def- check out the Living Dead minute. Make sure uh, drink your orange juice and stay safe, neighbors. <laughs>